All right, this is the Patriot Trading News Hour. I am your solo host today, Jason. Joe is away for a little bit. I uh, got, got the uh, got the regular music playing there, so I, you know, I know everybody that uh, I I remember a story that Joe told me that uh, uh, years before I, I came around that uh, Joe's I think it was Joe and Eric, but I can't remember the story exactly. That they went to change the music at one point. So they went to uh, they went to, uh, to to change it to some different stuff. They just wanted to hear some different stuff on the uh, the music bumps and. And they got a huge response of people that did not want that. <laughs> Don't change the music. They, they, we want it exactly the way it is. So, so when I come on, I just like to like to throw a few different tunes on there just just to signify that Joe is is not in the building. <laughs> Let people know that if uh, if you're a Jason hater, you can you can you can immediately turn to the next station. But uh, I, I think I was checking some numbers. I think I, I think I held a pretty decent audience yesterday. So I was quite proud of myself. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, shake my own hand very often and congratulate myself, but I, we, we, I, I did hold some 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 audience yesterday. It was, was kind of nice. Uh, we have the uh, you can check us out uh, Patriot Trading News Hour at uh, at YouTube and other places where, where the show is streamed, and uh, we don't get a lot of viewers. Uh, most people in Arizona, Colorado, they're driving to work. They're listening to this uh, through through the old fashioned uh, radio in the car. Uh, but there is, you know, there is a certain amount of people that like to come back in, uh, click on the podcast. There's different ways, different places you can go to find it. Uh, you can go to 1360khnc.com. You can click on the podcast button and uh, go to uh, Patriot Trading News Hour, and you'll uh, you'll see us sitting right there. So, uh, well, let's go. Let's let's uh, let's talk just for a moment. Gold is uh, down just a little bit today. It's down about ten bucks. Uh, it's been kind of fluctuating in, in, in negative territory, but not not, not very far down. Uh, silver kind of the same. Silver's trying to push back towards 19. Uh, we've had this special the last two days, uh, $20 liberties for 2150 uh, I'm going to change that special. And anybody that ordered, especially, you know, if anybody ordered that, those uh, yesterday uh, for $2,150, i am going to drop your price. To, the, to this new lower price, I'm gonna I'm gonna have twenty dollar liberties, and we got them for two thousand one thirty five. I attempted to call. Uh, I was doing some show prep, and I tried to call over to Arizona. I, I, the ladies weren't answering the phone yet. I, I'm sure they'll be listening. Uh, let them know if they if they uh, if they're not listening at to this particular moment in the show, and you want to buy one of these coins, you can be the one to uh, inform them. Hey, Jason, drop the price. Uh, if you ordered yesterday, you can call. Or, you don't have to call us up. We'll just we'll alter the price on the invoices. Uh, but you can now get these for two thousand one thirty-five. I've decided to alter the price because gold is down a little bit, and I wanted to uh, give the discount. So uh, when Joe's away, I can I can alter the prices. So two thousand one thirty-five for a twenty-dollar Liberty. It is I think the best price we've had in a long long time. Uh, give us a call at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That number is eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, Joe's been covering a lot. Uh, we've been covering quite a bit since the announcement some time ago that the IRS is going to hire 87,000 new, what I will call, foot soldiers. Because I believe this is an actually a, going to be a war against the American citizen. Uh, in 1913, the federal income tax was passed just a matter of months before the Federal Reserve Act was passed on the Christmas holiday. And now you had the debt slave, the the, the uh, slum lord, the uh, the loan shark, which is the Federal Reserve, in control of our money, and how it could be spent and how it could be loaned out. 
And then you had the collection. You had the collector, the leg breaker, being the IRS, that was, uh, came into formation. And it took them about a generation to really start, uh, you know, really start swinging that power hard. But uh, after World War II, yeah, uh, it's, it's your American duty to pay your federal income tax. And over the years, when I, when I talked to people about federal income tax, and, you know, some, some years ago, I didn't really understand any of this stuff. Believe it or not, most of my information, most of what I've learned about everything has come mostly in the last 10 years. I mean, you can maybe say 15 years. I had always, like, a vague understanding of things, but I didn't start really digging in and understanding, for example, that federal income tax is, is theft. It's just theft. Let's, let's just be clear. Uh, if, if, if an area of the country, a locale, even if the, the federal government wants to raise money for some very important means and the citizens are on board, it doesn't need to be an income tax. It doesn't help pay for anything. It only fattens the pockets of the elite, of the controllers of society, because they, they leverage those taxes unequally upon different people. Uh, a, a consumption tax, even by the federal government, means the citizen controls the amount of taxes by simply consuming less or consuming more, you pay more taxes. It's it's an, uh, you do let's just say a flat tax of let's say twenty percent. You get rid of all the federal income tax, the death taxes, the corporate taxes, all of it, and you have like a twenty percent uh, consumption tax, and 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 it's, it goes across you know because poor people buy less stuff, rich people buy more stuff. It's, it's such an obvious factor. It's just such an obvious thing. But yet, of course, anything that makes common sense, anything that's just, just obvious is not done by our, our government. Our federal government is, is uh, self-concerned, and the people that get the government hired are the only ones that, are, that matter in the world. And now we're supposed to somehow let the government convince us that 87,000 new IRS agents by the end of this decade uh, is, is – in. and I'm going to play a clip. I'm going to play a clip on the next segment, and uh, – Joe Brown is going to, you know, and, I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you the numbers because there's a few things where you have to see the numbers. But he's going to prove by the numbers that this, 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 this 87,000 new IRS agents undoubtedly is here to collect taxes from the low end of society. There's not going to, from the top one percent and the top five percent. There's not going to be very much taxes collected. It's coming out of our hides, us. So when we get back, we'll cover that a little bit. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Patriot Trading News Hour. Gold and silver. Been doing it for over two decades. Uh, I've been on board for about four and a half years. It's been great. I'm, I'm so glad that I was uh, one of the guys that Joe chose uh, when he went on uh, on uh, Groundhog's Day 2018. He went on the air. Uh, he saw sales slipping dramatically in Colorado. Didn't really know what was going on. Uh, for sure, but he, in his mind, hey, I'm here physically in Arizona. People like to buy it here. They like to come in and see the people at the Patriot Trading Office. What if I just got someone, uh, you know, to, to buy into the company at a small, small percentage and run the, the Colorado office? And, and about 25 guys called. I can't remember the exact number Joe told me, but uh, he had about 20, 25 guys called. It was, it was Groundhog's Day 2018, and and I came in and just hit him with everything I had. Uh, I, I think there was. He had a list of criteria. I think I hit er almost every single thing you want. I think the only thing I didn't hit was he knew that there was going to be a company run here, and I was uh, a little lackluster in computers. But everything else, I was, you know, and I was, 
I'm a fast learner. If I want, if I want something, I'll uh, I'll get computer literate really quick. But uh, when we got here, I got I got in the office, I put it together. We had a meet and greet. We had about three or four hundred people show up to a meet and greet. It was the first Patriot uh, event day that we had had in, in a while, and uh, it worked out really good. But uh, we we figured out the radio station was uh, taking a nosedive, and, and things weren't working out too well here at KHC. And uh, we, we fixed it. Joe bought the radio station in, in the coming years, and, and now uh, uh, the, the office in Colorado has, has performed well. It's done what Joe needed. It's, it's, more, it's respectable. I, I think Arizona still outsells Colorado by a certain percentage. I don't know how, how big it is, but, but Colorado has become much more respectable. We've done a lot of hard work. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad to be doing this. And uh, so, you know, uh, one of the things when I first talked to Joe – on Groundhog's Day, I, I said, hey, I, I really like the history uh, of, of economics. Uh, you know, but then the 1800s was almost an entire century uh, of economic politics. You know, and, and uh, the Federal Reserve, don't, they don't want the, you to learn that stuff in school. They don't want you to learn about Andrew Jackson. They don't want you to learn about Abraham Lincoln printing interest-free do uh, dollars called greenbacks. You know, they I want you to learn about uh, how, how a guy got elected who wasn't even running for president, got the Republican nomination, James Garfield. Through a strong speech, the banker-backed Ulysses Grant uh, was supposed to get his third term. He had, he had uh, won the presidency for two terms, retired for four years, and decided he wanted to come back and be president again. Some money was telling him to go back in, and, and uh, half of the Republican Party didn't want him, but half of them were like, well, he's our best chance of winning. And then James Garfield, an anti-banker, an anti-central uh, banker, with a speech for one of the other candidates, ended up, after 36 ballot counts, ended up uh, winning the nomination for the Republican Party. So these are things we don't hear much about. And here we are today in, in, in the 2000s, and, and the population has been dumbed down so greatly that we, they don't even really know what it means that 87,000 IRS agents are being hired. That is an army of conquering people. That is the way to put it. It's, it, it is an army against the citizens. This is uh, when you watch the television, you see there's a riot in some city, and then the, the riot police and their big gear and their batons and their shields and they're shooting tear gas and bludgeoning people. And uh, in a lot of ways, that's how you got to. That's how you should envision what these eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. That this is what they are. They're here to subdue and attack the citizens of this country. They simply don't. We simply don't need federal income tax. And one thing about this last bill that was passed, this is so-called anti-inflation bill that, that, they're, they're, that the, the Biden administration, the Democrats passed. Uh, and Joe made a, a mention of this a couple of days ago too. The one thing you didn't hear from the Republicans was anything that was strong against this whole thing. All the Republicans voted against it. All the Democrats voted for it. But not one Republican said anything close to what Ron Paul was talking about years ago. Not one of them said, you know what? <clears throat> Why don't we just get rid of the IRS? Why don't we just get rid of the, uh, the corporate tax? Like anytime you tax the corporation, all they're going to do is just uptick the cost of all their goods. That's inflation. You want to get rid of inflation, get rid of the taxes. Put a consumption tax down. Companies and, and customers are going to have to buy this stuff. They're going to have to buy stuff. The, the, the economy has to work, so... They can decide how, how fast or how slow they want to grow their business based on how many things they buy and what, what amount of tax they have, to, their tax burden for purchasing. But uh, 
But no, they're just simply going to bludgeon the American population into submission through 87,000 more IRS agents. And then, uh, so I, I got this, uh, you know, I play him once in a while. It's Joe Brown. He has a YouTube channel, Heresy Financial. I, he's got his own gold guys and stuff. So I don't, I, you know, I play him once in a while, but uh, he's, he's, an, uh, he's a big up-and-comer. He's, he's getting a lot of traction. He's very smart. But uh, he's, he just went to, he went to the, the, the government sites themselves, and he just looks at the numbers, and he just says, look, this is proof. So let's, let's take a listen in. If it, uh, if it bleeds over to the next segment, we'll see. But uh, Joe Brown talking about the IRS. By now, you've probably heard that the IRS is hiring 87,000 new agents by the year 2031. Obviously, this has sparked some severe political debate with people on the right side of the aisle saying that the only purpose for this is to come after middle-class Americans. This is leading people on the left to counter and say that for anybody earning less than $400,000 in actual income, the audit rates will not rise. But I'm here to show you why the only reason that those 87,000 new agents are being hired is to come after the middle class. And I've got proof. Ready? Let's dive in. All right, so the IRS is adding 87,000 new IRS agents by the year 2031. Now, the public-facing reason for this is, like Snopes claims here, to incrementally hire these employees by 2031. This is for replacing existing workers who are retiring, like customer service, technology specialists. Just to put this in perspective, companies like McDonald's have 100,000, Tesla has 100,000, Chipotle has 97,000, and Shell has 87,000. Not to mention the IRS currently only has a little under 75,000 employees. Assuming that most of these new hires would be to replace retiring ones, they would need about a 120% turnover rate in just the next eight years. So if it's not just to replace retiring employees, and it's not just to have a few more people to answer the phone, why in the world would they be hiring this many people? Well, to understand why, we have to take a little trip back in time. Contrary to what most people assume, the United States did not always have an income tax. The first income tax started in 1861 as a way to pay for the Civil War. After the Civil War, the income tax went away in 1872. In 1890s, Congress tried to start another income tax again, but the Supreme Court struck it down. However, and very unfortunately, in 1913, they were able to get a constitutional amendment passed so that they could start taxing income once. February 25th, 1913 is when they put that 16th Amendment in place. It's uh, horrid. And for all, if we look here at taxfoundation.org, they have this nice little table that shows what the tax rates were per year. We can see it started in 1862, which means that this country survived perfectly well for decades from its beginning until 1862 with zero income tax. We can see here from 1862 all the way through 1872 what the tax rates were. And then in 1873 through... By the way, the tax... Tax rates are two and a half percent. Yeah, that was that. And I'll tell you right now, uh, from what I understand about the Civil War, they collected almost no tax. I would almost go as eventually say they collected no tax from the poor. This was just uh, obviously, if if you're, 
uh, if you're manufacturing guns, of course, the, the, you know, the, the federal income tax was like, hey, since, since you're making money off the war, uh, the Civil War, it's probably a good idea that you kick in a few extra bucks so that we can actually win this thing and your, and your company won't be uh, you know, blown up by the enemy, so to speak. But, yeah, federal income tax, for, for those that actually paid, 2.5%. Some of the higher earners, maybe, maybe up to 5%. 1893, for a full 20 years, there was no income tax. 1793 to, 1873 to 1893, no income tax. There was a, just, just to let the audience know, because I disagree with Joe a little bit on this, uh, Joe Brown, there was essentially no income tax all the way through this entire period. He just put it out there just to let you know there really wasn't hardly any income tax, and when there was no income tax, the, the countries tend to excel financially. So I, just, I would just get a little caveat. We see here in 1894 when they tried to institute the new income tax, but the Supreme Court struck it down. And then again until 1912, there was no income tax for any American citizen. Man, can you imagine living in between 1873 and 1913 when not only was there no income tax, but there was also no central bank? Because if you remember, the Federal Reserve was started in 1913 as well. No surprise that that was one of the periods of great economic growth in American history. So you're probably thinking, what in the world does this have to do with what's going on right now? We are getting there. Take a look at where it starts to get spicy here in 1913. Due to generous exemptions and deductions, less than 1% of the population paid income taxes at the rate of only 1% of net income. And this is how they were able to get the 16th Amendment to pass. They promised this tax would only be for the richest of the rich, and they were only going to take a tiny amount of the money from the richest of the rich. And everybody just said, you know what, that sounds great. I'm on board. And so we can see here on this table, starting off in 1913, 1% 1 through 7% for these amounts. Let me just uh, show you what we're looking at. If you earned uh, more than $0, up to $20,000 a year, uh, you paid 1% income tax. That's, that was the majority of the population because back in 1913, almost nobody was making $20,000 a year. That was, that was you know, you know, uh, you know not very many people. But even at the highest end, if you were earning more than $500,000 a year, which is, that's, that was, a, you, you were massively, massively rich, they were only taxing those guys 7%. So it was already bad that there was a federal income tax at all. But at that point, since of course it's its early beginnings, if you were massively, if you, you were the, the Donald Trump of your era uh, and you were claiming some sort of income off of whatever business. Well, seven percent. I think the lowest. I think the lowest of low is like thirteen percent right now. But let's continue. Easy peasy, not that much. But as we start to scroll, nineteen fourteen, nineteen fifteen. Oh, look at this. By nineteen sixteen, now they're, they're they're taxing people in the upper echelon up to fifteen percent. It only took a couple of years to double the federal income tax. But then even the lower end people were now up to two percent. They just doubled your tax burden in three years. You know, does anyone see the, the, the actual plan in place here? You know, it, 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 was, it was orchestrated. Suddenly we get to 1916, and they're taking a little bit more. Now in 1917, taking a little bit more. And then in 1918, taking a little bit more. And on By 1918, there was 
some of the richest people uh, in the country were now they were now doing 58% income tax. <laughs> it went from 1913 1914 to 7% for the rich up to like 58%. Oh, it's World War 1. Oh, we all got to pitch in for the war. Yeah, that, that's right. On and on and on it goes until we get to today where the average tax rate for even the bottom 50% is 3.5% and for all taxpayers is 13%. And now we start to get to the point of why they're hiring these 87,000 agents. So we're going we're gonna to hit the break here. So he's going to get to the, yeah, okay, so... He, you're looking at the tax code, you're looking at the IRS, and we're getting to today, well, why Why are we hiring these people? He's got a chart, and I'll, I'll let you know what the chart says. It's, uh, it's very dreadful when you look at the numbers on the chart of who's earning the money and what money is out there to be collected by an army of uh, IRS agents. And it's not the top 1%, it's not the top 5%. There's not that much money there, believe it or not, as much as there is in the middle class. Yes, man. Welcome back, Patriot Trading News Hour. Give us a call, 800-951-0592. Well, we we got $20 liberties. Uh, I cut the price. Anybody that bought them uh, at the $21.50 price, I'm I'm going to cut that number down for you from yesterday. Uh, I'm selling them for $21.35 today, so an extra $15 off. Buy one. Buy more, buy ten, buy as many as as, as you see fit. You got to call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and uh, great great price. Gold's only down about ten bucks, so by knocking it down fifteen, I'm factoring in uh, the gold from the last two days, and uh, gold's still holding pretty good. It's about seventeen sixty, seventeen sixty five range, and uh, it's, it's a great time. It's always it's always a great time to get gold. Anytime you put it away. Uh, you know, I, I think for those of you out there that buy gold regularly, you, you got to agree that you know, once in a while you start thinking about it and you think, hey, I got that. Anytime you're just looking at your finances, you think, well, as you're factoring everything in about your, your, your home economics, and it's always there. So in the back of your head, oh, yeah, there's that gold sitting there. I got that gold sitting there. That's peace of mind. Uh, the, the gold customers I've dealt with since I've been at Patriot Trading Group, the most relaxed and calm individuals you will ever meet. They don't worry about stuff as much as the other average guys. Uh, the ones that listen and buy gold are definitely much more uh, relaxed with all the the pain and suffering and, and, and uh, emergency that the news cycle is hitting us with all the time. So uh, if you want to buy gold for the first time or you want to add to what you got, it's pretty simple today. Uh, Twenty-one thirty-five for a $20 Liberty at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. I'm we're, we're going to go deep in, into why uh, Joe Brown says I have proof the IRS is coming after your money. They're hiring these eighty seven thousand guys because they're coming after you. So let's let's continue with Joe Brown. Let's take a look at the breakdown of where the income for the federal budget already comes from. The top one percent pay an average rate of 25% of their income. All the way down from there, we get to 22 for the top 5, 19 top 10, 16 for the top 25, 14 for the top 50, 3.5 for the bottom 50. So right now, the majority of the tax income for the United States government already comes from the rich. 
Let's take a look at exactly how much. The adjusted gross income for the top one percent is two point four trillion dollars, roughly, because it's million million. That's trillion. Of that, about six hundred twelve billion dollars was paid in taxes. Now let's compare that top one percent to this bottom fifty percent. You've got about one point three. No, he's, he's going faster, and you're not looking. So, two point four trillion dollars is being is.、Uh... Is the adjusted gross income of of the top one percent? You know, and these, and I'm not, I'm not including the、uh, the controllers. They don't they don't pay taxes. This is this is the the highest earners in the country. You know, the really rich guys. <clears throat> Total taxes paid is six hundred and twelve billion. So just like the just like the twenty five point six percent tax rate, the average tax rate for these people, that you know, so they're 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 pulling a lot of money. They're pulling a lot of money out of the rich. <clears throat> There's still a、uh, adjusted gross income of 1.4 trillion dollars. So there is one trillion dollars less from the bottom 50 percent、uh, of earning money, but there is 1.4 trillion dollars being earned by the bottom 50 percent. Okay, their income tax burden is 48 billion. Six hundred twelve billion is being pulled from the richest one percent, twenty-five percent, but only forty-eight billion. There is still one point three five trillion dollars coming from the bottom fifty percent, and and we didn't—he he didn't even cover the middle, the 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 middle, you know, middle-income people. There's a whole lot of taxable money sitting there, and in the emergency that is a great monetary reset. You better believe they need to come after everything to try to save their system. And Joe Brown is basically saying, as he's moving too fast, and you, and you can't see the charts like I can, it's com- it's coming out of Middle America, it's coming out of Middle America, and it's and it's、uh, it's going to come out of the poor. So let's let's continue. A trillion dollars in income in the bottom fifty, and only about forty-eight billion in income taxes paid. Versus the 600 billion from the top one percent. Where am I going with this? Let's take a quick look at the federal budget. This is the federal budget, all the money that they spend every single year, and we can see here that for the last few years, pre 2020, they were spending around four trillion dollars every year. After we zoom in here, we can see a big spike up, and they hit almost seven trillion in 2020, and peaked a little bit over seven trillion in 2021. Now let's assume that. Over the next few years, the federal budget normalizes and goes back down to the four to five billion dollar level. I know it's wishful thinking, but let's just pretend for a moment. The total adjusted gross income for the top one percent was two point four trillion dollars, which means that if the federal government took every single penny of income. Every single penny of income from the entire top one percent, it would fund their budget for maybe six months. And if they keep on spending at the rate that they've been spending the last couple of years, they would blow through that far quicker. However, looking back at this chart, we can see that in the top five percent, there's four point two trillion. The top ten, five trillion, and the top twenty-five percent, eight trillion. The top fifty has ten. Trillion dollars, 
minus the $2 trillion coming from the top 1%, you've got about $8 trillion here. Counting in the bottom, you get another $1.3 trillion of income. So where do we think they're going to get the biggest bang for their buck? Are they going to go after the top 1% that barely has $2 trillion that they're already taking an average rate of 25% from? And if they took 100%, it would fund the government for just a few months? Or do you think they're going to slowly tick up the amount they're able to pull out of the entire rest of the population? That's a far bigger honeypot and far more people you're distributing that extraction of wealth from people don't notice as quickly. Not to mention the fact that the top 1% are most likely going to be able to just start getting their income in other ways that are less taxable than earned wages. This isn't anything new. In fact, it's what the government has always done. They point the finger at a bad guy and they say, we're going to go after that bad guy. But instead, they use it to come after you. In 1913, they pointed the finger at the rich and said, we're just going to take a little from the rich. But it didn't take that many years for them to start taking more from the rich and start taking from every single other person as well. And if you think for one moment that the IRS is trying to double their size in order to extract the little that's left from the top one per... I got a little bit more with Joe Brown, and uh, we'll uh, cover a little bit of ground. What exactly he's saying, it's, it's pretty simple. They've built an army of IRS agents, which are going to be coming after us uh, from now to forever might want to uh, get a little bit of stuff on the side where they don't know where it's at everything you give they take you know and what if everybody just stopped sending their tax money in they're gonna need a bigger army than 87,000 IRS agents I uh, I'm gonna play the rest of this as Joe uh, Brown piece but I, you know one of the things I think about about 87,000 new IRS agents because what, uh, what we were listening to earlier was oh this is just to replace the guys going out and he told you, well, there's only 74,000 and change in IRS agents. They'd have to have 120% turnover. There's, they're not all retiring. Even, even if they all retired, there would be an extra 12,000 coming our way. So we, we all know this is, this, this is going to be an additional 87,000. There will be 150,000 IRS agents by the end of the decade. And who knows if they're even going to stop there. You know, would you rather be the collected or the collector in the future? Why do I get the feeling IRS agents have a little, per, a little bit of perks there's maybe some perks there, right? Uh, you know, every every day you work for a pizza place, you get to eat free pizza, right? Isn't that the way it works? You know, I, I was thinking about this this army of IRS agents. I was thinking about the uh, the movie Braveheart. You know, anyone watch that movie, man? This this is about you know the English king. You know, uh, he, he, you know he's he's gonna you know, step all over these Scots. He's so tired of them being a thorn in his side and, and, and enacting all kinds of, of horrible laws. You imagine what William Wallace would have done if he had an army of eighty-seven thousand. There wouldn't have been in England. He took on the entire British Empire uh, with a very small army. In comparison, eighty. You give forty thousand people to William Wallace, it, that army would have been unstoppable. And that is what the IRS is. That is an unstoppable army that's here to do damage to the citizenry. And and when you know anybody that defends, well, you got to you got to do your part. You know, how, how, is, how would the United States function if we didn't pay our, our, our fair share 
Well, I've said it already in the early part of the broadcast. There is no fair share. Fair share is a consumption tax where everybody gets taxed the exact same amount. You know, uh, there won't be e- you know there won't be an equality with all people when it comes to the economics. There's always going to be poor people. There's always going to be rich people. It's, it's never going to change. Some people believe it or not. But some people mentally just put themselves in a poor place. You know, there's there's less responsibility when you're poor. You have less responsibility. You, have, you know, in, in a lot of ways, there's there's a lot less pressure on you when you have less money. You know, people that have more money and more assets, there's pressure there. You know, it's it's uh, sometimes uh, being rich isn't all that uh, comfortable. But uh, this, they you know, make no bones about it. We don't need to, we don't need to have the federal income tax. It should go away. It should be abolished. The Federal Reserve should be destroyed. It should be abolished. The CIA should be abolished. It should go away. Uh, we should bring troops home from foreign countries. We have no reason having bases there. It is not protecting us from some foreign enemy. It is to enact control over other economies to continue to enslave more people across the world to the federal income tax that we bear. Now, we don't, we don't, we don't charge federal income tax, let's just say, to some country in the Middle East. But aren't they really paying something? Isn't it, they're, they're paying something. When once, once we're in that country, you know, and we're, when we're dictating what corporations are going to be running which industries in their country, well, the people of that country have to pay taxes to support the government paying for American monolithic companies taking over industries in their small countries. So it's it's all there. It's, it's all right there in front of you. And most people don't get it. It's, it's, it's It seems a little complicated. But uh, let, let me let me finish up with Joe Brown here. There's a couple comments about his charge, just, just, to, just to get those numbers kind of in front of you. Here we go. They say, we're going to go after that bad guy, but instead they use it to come after you. In 1913, they pointed the finger at the rich and said, we're just going to take a little from the rich. But it didn't take that many years for them to start taking more from the rich and start taking from every single other person as well. And if you think for one moment that the IRS is trying to double their size in order to extract the little that's left from the top 1% to fund the government for just a few extra months when they have the honeypot of the entire American middle class sitting in front of them, well, then maybe you'd need to study history a little bit more. And finally, if you're interested, I'm... And that's it for the video, but I'm going to go back a little bit to these charts. And the chart's pretty good because it, 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 it adds to the adjusted gross income. So with just adjusted gross income, it's $2.4 trillion for the top 1%. And then, it, of course, this is for the top 5%. Of course, it includes the number for the top 1% and the 5% all in one number. It's, it's, it's $4.3 trillion. Then for the top 10%, it's $5.6 trillion. For the top 25%, it's $8.1 trillion. And for the top 50%, it's $10.5 trillion. That's the adjusted gross income, the, the taxable income of the of the top fifty percent, which are all pretty well-to-do people. You know, the top fifty percent doesn't mean you're independently wealthy, but on the bottom end of the top fifty percent, you're doing just fine. Those are the, everyone up there is doing just fine. But there's ten and a half trillion dollars of taxable income there, and they're only collecting. Well, excuse me, I'll, say, I'll take that back. They're collecting one point five trillion of that, an average of uh, a fifth, almost fifteen percent, right? And then the bottom 50%, there's there's 1.4 trillion, and they're, they're barely grabbing 48 billion. So they're gonna grab, they're gonna be grabbing it from the bottom 50%. Believe it or not, they're gonna be that that 3.1% or 3.5% taxable income for the lower 50%. They're gonna that's gonna go up, it, but for the lower 50%, 1% there is is a trem- is a tremendous dent in paying for things. But I get the feeling that 
as they're taxing the wealthier and the middle class, it's gonna they're gonna they're gonna appease the lower income with checks. You uh, universal basic income. Hey, well, it's sorry. Uh, I know that you're on the lower end, but we're gonna tax you five and a half percent. We're gonna we're gonna almost uh, double your taxes, but it's okay because you got a check coming your way, right? These these are this is coming, and there's there's so much more taxable income with the middle class, the business class. They're really not going to go after the rich. Just like Joe Brown said, they know how to hide it. They know how to earn less. They, they, they know how, to, how, to, how the system works better than somebody who's, who's humping and working hard to get just get the, the bills paid and try to, try to see the American dream where they can, they can live a better, higher standard of living. It's coming out of those people. Lower standard of living. That's what we got in front of us, guys. It's lower standard of living. Gold and silver. I'm going to talk about that on the, on the last segment. You've got to get some in your pocket. It, it it helps isolate yourself from this stuff. We're right back. Yeah, the big boss man, Joe, he's going to be back on Monday. So for all you guys that love uh, the big boss man, he'll, he'll be back from his trip. And we will be talking some economic news as we uh, get closer to the end of August. And school is back in session. And... and uh, and we move closer and closer to the uh, to some October craziness right before the midterms. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening in the next 60 days. And uh, come on to, uh, over to this radio station. Uh, tune into uh, KXXT 1010 and over there in uh, Arizona. Uh, and uh, and tune into here to 1360 KHNC to listen live to these shows. You can always go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the podcast to hear the shows after hours. Uh, we've been building up a lot more minutes uh, of people that are or uh, listen to the show after the fact. You know, people that that, that are too busy during this hour to, to listen in. So uh, I encourage anybody out there that if you, hey, I can only listen to it on Tuesday, Wednesday, but my schedule doesn't let me listen the rest of the week. Well, 1360KHNC.com, click on the podcast, go to the Patriot Trade News Hour. You can listen to a lot of the shows. I was, uh, just last night, I was uh, checking in on some of the shows that have gotten the most views and uh, a lot of these old shows uh, with with Eric are in there and some of the, some of the Joe shows from 2020 and 2021. There's, there's some, definitely some some fan favorite shows uh, from the past that are uh, regularly looked at, so it's uh, they're they're there to listen to. It's it's kind of interesting to everybody's always listening, and I, I'm one of the guys, one of the few guys that I always go back and look at stuff from a year ago, five years ago, and ten years ago. Uh, you get a lot more clarity as to what people were t- saying, what people were predicting, and here's the thing: I, I actually like when people are make predictions. And it doesn't bother me when they miss. I don't jump on the, uh, oh, look, you predicted this thing. You were totally wrong. If you kind of figure out, if you can remember where they were five years ago or ten years ago and they were making a prediction and try to understand why they were going in that direction, and then you see how things changed and why their prediction was wrong. Because there are a lot of, a lot of indiv- uh, intelligent people that are figuring it out. And, and if you predict something on uh, August 19th on a Friday, 2022, do you think is going to happen in the next few years? And, and it doesn't kind of go that way. Maybe a couple of things are, are true, but then like everything else you predicted was wrong. Well, that's because you can only go off the information you have at the time. And, you know, the information, the choice is being made by those uh, that, that can make those decisions. Uh, once those those things change, uh, your prediction should be allowed to change with it. So, so that's why you listened to Eric all those years ago. It's why you listen to Joe as many years as you've done and, and myself and Brian and uh, it's not because we're going to be right when we're trying to, to observe what's going on and then tell you, hey, this is where I think it's going. It's because we're doing the best we can at the moment uh, with the information that's available. You know, I, 
I don't control the information. Neither does Joe. We just simply observe and react to it. And that's what you guys do. We, I've observed from a long time ago and reacted by buying gold and silver. I've reacted to the news I've seen by buying safety in my savings. We have $20 liberties for 2135 I've knocked the price down because gold's come down a little bit. <clears throat> and also, I'm actually going to knock the price down for the people that bought yesterday also. You just got to give us a call, 800-951-0592. That number again is 800-951-0592. It's very easy if you're a first-time caller. The girls in Arizona get to take care of you just fine. It's a very simple process. We don't send 5 billion emails to you after you order from us. We don't bother you like crazy after you buy from us. We know that you know that we are here, and you will buy it. And once you buy it from us, you'll continue to buy it. We don't have to bug our customers. 800-951-0592. Beware the tax ban cometh.